Welcome to the Bring the Heat podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sheely. I'm Colby Mond. I'm Mexican. And I'm Peter Carr. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about... Let's start off with the Eagles game. Uh, Ethan's not here, so we don't have to waste <laughs> any time on the Redskins. No, we don't. Yes. All right, so I think for the Eagles game, I think it was a big win. I don't think Dallas played good at all. I mean, there was just so many overthrown balls from Dak Prescott. Just so many, and even the balls that he like threw like good, the receivers just dropped him. It was a really a bad day for the Cowboys' offense, and I think that uh, was a huge factor in the Eagles' win. Uh, I'm with you there. Um, Wentz played amazing. Wentz did. He had a good game. Uh, he's finally getting used to his receivers. I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ward was great. Honestly. He was. He made a ton of catches in traffic. Yeah. Uh, and just did a lot of stuff that we haven't seen from him. Before, yeah, so. I agree. I agree. What do you think, Peter? Um, yeah, I feel like Greg Ward was one of the only guys who really showed up. And, uh, or actually, that's not, that's not necessarily true. Kind of like overall, I feel like Greg Ward's going to be a big part in us, uh, in the Eagles possibly really doing anything with all of the injuries. He's the only one who um, has showed that he can be uh, an option for Carson Wentz consistently. Um, and he has been able to show that like he can uh he can do things in crunch time and make clutch catches and uh kind of really just play that role of being almost his number one option because there really is nobody else besides Zach Ertz, but he broke his ribs so yeah all right Max, yeah i agree with that uh, i think even though the eagles did take it a w i think we kind of took an l because we lost Zach Ertz, and that's yeah. Basically, Carson Wentz's yeah. only yeah. consistent weapon. I agree. It was an L shaped as a dub. Okay, um, Peter, you mentioned like that Ward's gonna have to play well if the Eagles are gonna go anywhere. Do you guys? Do you guys think we can go anywhere? My personal opinion is right now we're the four seed. If we make the playoffs and beat right. the Giants, I want to say next week. Yes, yeah, the yeah, Giants. Giants. All right. Well, Giants. The Cowboys beat the Redskins. Um, which might happen. Who knows? Yeah. The NFC East is the NFC East is kind of weird. Well, not a win. Yeah. All we all we have to do is win. But if we lose, the Cowboys have to lose. Yeah. But what Max saying was that the Cowboys lose, we're in the playoffs. If we win, we're in the playoffs. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's not important. Um, personally, though, I'm hoping for a lose for everybody to lose so that we can have an eight and eight team in the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> Those are always funny. Um. <laughs> anyways, right now, uh, we will be playing the Seahawks. Seed, well, actually, I feel like we have a chance to beat them because yeah. it would be a home game. We played them very tough earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks, they don't have a running back. They have Marshawn Lynch now who has been eating Skittles. And um, <laughs> uh, it was like two, two weeks ago after the Raiders' final home game, he was taking shots of tequila in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. That's the question. Is what? he really ready to be, like, another NFL yeah. back again? Um, like, seriously, man? No, on the converse, if the Seahawks beat the Niners this week, all of a sudden the Niners are the five seed. Oh, man. And I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared I'm of the Niners. Yeah, well, the Seahawks, we put up, we actually put up, it was a close game against oh, the yeah, Seahawks. Had our, and now our offense is here. Unfortunately, our defense isn't. But with all the dropped, or not dropped, but yeah, passes to, um, oh, I forget his name right now. Amari? It's, uh, this... No, no, uh, the big guy. The draft pick. 
I forgot his name. No, Seahawks. Seahawks guy. Oh, uh, this Metcalf. one? Metcalf. Metcalf. Yeah, Metcalf. That's who it is. My bad. Just uh, blanked out for a second there. But anyway, for, with all the drop passes to Metcalf, I don't know. Does the, the defense play a huge factor in that? But if we're playing awful, it'd be interesting to see how much better or worse he does. I would well, much, I mean, much, much rather. Get... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, yeah. So, I would much, 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 much rather play the Seahawks over the Niners just because the Seahawks – um, I feel like our pass rush can get to Russell Wilson. Even like the Seahawks' offensive line has been pretty, uh, pretty bad the past couple of years. And I mean, it's gotten yeah. a little bit better this year. But I feel like our pass rush can get to Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson makes buys time everywhere. But as long as our secondary can stick it, just like that extra, like extra, like half a mm-hmm. second for our uh, pass rush to get there, I think that'll be the game changer. And I think we can beat him. Niners, I, I don't even know what we're going to do. We're going to lose by 30 if we play the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, the Seahawks are the team in the playoffs that I want to play the most. Yeah, I can agree with that. Just because, I mean, they really aren't that good. Yeah, they're not. Like, obviously, I don't want to play the Niners. We already went over that. Um, yeah. Same, same situation, except we might yeah. lose by 40 just because of uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. We saw that last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who are the other teams? Packers. Eh, well, we beat the Packers. I mean, they beat them, but, but that was before uh, all the injuries. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. think and, we could do that in again. In the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers scares me. Yeah. Yeah. And then the final team would be the Vikings. Actually. Which, here's the thing. Cook is out. Oh. But. That's, that's big. big they have two top-tier wide receivers, and our biggest yeah. weakness is the secondary. Yeah. Exactly. And you think back to the game. I mean, they just killed us with digs. Exactly. I mean, it was like... T- we, didn't, well, we didn't have Jalen Mills, though. Does that really matter, dude? Yeah, I don't really think it matters. I, Jay- I th- because Jalen Mills got smoked last year deep over and over and over again, I feel like he's so scared about it now that he doesn't... That he, he would that he uh, would play Stefan Diggs well because he wouldn't let him get deep because he's so scared about because he got smoked because he gets smoked all the time he's so he's so he's so like self-conscious about it so i feel like he would be the no, best matchup for Diggs no, you're right deep, Max Mills is our best, best corner which makes me sad yeah yeah, yeah. is sucking this year after his injury he's been doing nothing yeah, but I'd yeah. still honestly rather play the Seahawks than the Vikings. Oh, yeah, no, me yeah, too. Yeah, I'd actually kind of rather play the Seahawks, yeah. Because Diggs is almost kind of like that Devontae Parker person. Like, they, the Dolphins burned us with Devontae. Yeah, a little bit. Not exactly, but yeah. like, he's kind of like that. I would, I, would play the, I would play the Vikings than the Seahawks is my preference. I don't know. I mean, the, the Seahawks just lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. You have to try to lose to the Cardinals. I know. <laughs> you could be 50 cents. And no, that's true. And I definitely, I, I definitely agree with that. And those things happen, but like, still, it is a tough loss for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody want to make any final points on the Eagles? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've covered everything. Right. Let's move on to the NBA Christmas Day games. All right. Brian, what do you think? All right, let's start off... Um, Let's go with the Sixers first. All right. Uh, Max, you were at this game, uh, so I want to hear you talk yeah. about this first. All right. I feel like our team, we showed up. I feel like 
Giannis, our team is like basically a Giannis stopper. Horford and Embiid lock down Giannis. And then the Bucks are really not that great of a team. Without yes, without Giannis, the Bucks aren't as good. And I think that that game I mean, was kind of like a for not a foreshadowing, but I think that game there's like almost two takeaways. It's what the Bucks could actually be able to do in the playoffs. Because yes, they have Giannis, but when you get in, and I know Embiid's a great defender, but once you get into the playoffs, deeper into the playoffs, you see the bigger, better defenders that might be able to lock them down. And I just don't see them getting really past that. If that happens again in the playoffs, the they're not getting past it. Anyway, yeah, talk. Kobe. Kobe. The only team that can lock down Giannis maybe the Raptors. is the Sixers, in my opinion. Ma- no, the Raptors might be able to with Gasol and but, um, Ibaka. Yeah. Ibaka. Um, but the thing is, Giannis is basically almost unstoppable. Because we have, but we have Horford and Beat to stop him. And that, in, in my opinion... I feel like we could go to Milwaukee in the playoffs and win. I agree. Okay, um, uh, my opinion on this game is, obviously, the Sixers played great. Yeah. It was amazing, um, and we completely destroyed the Bucks. It wasn't even as close as the final score. Yeah. But um, it's definitely not going to be this close in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, because we shot 50% from three. Yeah, we're not gonna be able to do that. Yeah, no, we made twenty-one threes, which is tied for yeah. a franchise record. When we're we... not gonna be able to consistently do that. Exactly. When we when we and... shoot like that, I don't think anybody can beat us. Literally, literally nobody can beat us. Horford and Horford and, and Jay, no, I'm um, not Horford. Um, and Bean and Jay Rich were, yeah. were insane. Yeah, I agree. Oh. And another thing is, as soon as you think that you stopped Giannis, he always seems to pull out something else to beat you. Because keep in mind, yeah. the Celtics thought they had him stopped last year in the first round. And the, sorry, the second round. With Horford. But then Giannis ended up destroying them over the last few games of the series. And he's... Yeah. And no matter who we have on our team, he's not going to play that bad over seven games as he did yesterday. So, mm-hmm. like you were saying, I think the Sixers match up best with the Bucks out of all of the top four teams in the East. Mm-hmm. And I do like our chances of being them in a seven-game series. But, um... I want to see them play another time, especially in Milwaukee. Because mm. Milwaukee yeah. is a different team in Milwaukee, and Philadelphia yeah. is definitely a better, different team in Philadelphia. Yeah. We're like 15 exactly. at home. 16-2 so after beating the Bucks. <laughs> and, I mean, Milwaukee has five losses overall. They can't have that many at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have, like, three yeah. at home. Final good. point on Giannis, though. I mean, he shot 0 for 9 from 3. Yeah. Yeah. But he's shooting 34% for the season. Yeah. I'm not willing to bet on him being that cold that much. Yeah, I know. So, like I said, I think the Sixers are better than Milwaukee. I think that they'll beat Milwaukee in the playoffs. Milwaukee seems like a great regular season team to me. Yeah. But they just don't have the star power to get it done in the playoffs. I totally agree with that. But I'm not putting a ton... Of stopping to this game, mm-hmm. I'm putting stopping to it. Like this was an absolute domination. Yeah, but, it was. Yeah, we were hot. They weren't. I feel like it's um, mainly a thing about the Bucks are built around Giannis. So when Giannis doesn't have that good game, and when you shut down Giannis like we like the Sixers were able to, it's hard for the Bucks to really do anything because they don't have those like the pieces around Giannis. They played well yesterday. Chris Middleton had 31 points. Like they, mm-hmm. 
and he was five. A lot of that was in garbage time, though. It it was, but like his supporting cast played pretty well. But since he wasn't really doing much, it was hard for them to kind of mount anything against the Sixers because I feel like we're the, in my opinion, the best team in the East. I feel it. Not our record. Our record doesn't show it because we don't play. Yeah, we. Most of the time when we play against bad teams, we play down to, to our competition. But I feel like this team is, like Brett Brown said, built for the playoffs. Like, yeah. it's, we're a team that is it's, – we're going to be almost impossible to beat in a seven-game series. You might beat us once, but you're not going to beat us four times no. out of seven. Yeah. Guys, um, I, I, there's only one team in the East I'm actually kind of scared of, and that's the Boston Celtics. Sorry, what did you say? Who's? Yep. I'm, on, I'm only scared of the Boston How are you Celtics scared of the Celtics? The Brad I'm Stevens. <laughs> okay, yes, Brad Stevens. Brad, Brad Stevens. Coach, but like, Brad Stevens absolutely destroys us. <laughs> it's basically, dude, it's basically last year's co- team, but then you take out Kyrie, who wasn't that great of a fit. No, but I you also take out Horford. Yeah, it's like, they, who's yeah. defending him beat? <laughs> and it's Cantor? <laughs> it's it's like yeah. Zubas trying to defend. I mean, well. he was doing decent. No, he's <laughs> decent on offense. Cantor's one of the worst yeah. defensive big men in the game. Yeah, like, and a lot of people have been saying that the Celtics might try to trade for for a big guy, but the only way that they're gonna get a good big guy is if they give up one of those core pieces like Marcus Smart and things like that, and that's their identity. Like, they can't they can't give give up somebody like that just to get in uh, to get. To give to get somebody new without, um, kind of destroying the morale and the identity of, of their team. Yeah, and I'm with you, there, yeah. Peter. Speaking of the Celtics, Celtics Raptors. Just about to go there myself. Yeah, I um, feel like yeah. the Celtics. They play. I mean, they beat them by 16. They play pretty well. But Jalen Brown. Now he he showed up. He dropped 30, and he was the youngest player to ever score 30 points on Christmas Day. Um, and yeah. I feel like. Him, his performance, it really showed how, like, when when Jalen Brown kind of has that space to work and is on, he's pretty scary. He's he's really, really, really good when he when he has it. And you got to keep in mind Jalen Brown. He's also a super good defender. Yeah, he's a very yeah. smart defender. Yeah, um, has great footwork there. And like Peter said, he was just on yesterday, and he was shredding the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll, that that is one of the things that does make the Celtics scary, is that they have yeah. three guys that when they're on they can shred you. And yeah. Tatum, Kemba, and um, Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean it, it makes them scary, but for the playoffs, it's a seven game series. Exactly. You can I mean, you can't really take being on into like more games. Like especially like in the playoffs, there's more pressure, and then I just don't think I see it in the for the playoffs that much because maybe it's like one game and then you win that game but then you got to come back and win uh three, three more. more yeah yeah all right i think we're done or at yeah, least max with this do you game. want to Let's... make a point on this game max do you want to make a point uh no okay all right, let's All right. move on to like let's go Warriors Rockets next. Yeah. Yes, I want to talk about that. Okay. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I'll let you guys take it away, but I just had to add that. Um 
my first point is, did you guys see that Kai Bowman buzzer beater in the, uh, I don't know, was that, I don't know if it was the end of the quarter thing you have, where he just was running, shot it from, like, the foul line, just like a desperation thing, and it just bounced around and went in. I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but, yeah, overall, um, wow, uh, West Brick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was he at the end of the game, 0 for 8 or 0 for 9? I'm okay. Oh, no. Yeah, check, please. <laughs> and they were total Westbrook shots, too. So many of them were just... So many of them, he would just dribble and pull up when there was a guy in his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> it, re- it really shows that, like, are the Rockets too dependent on James Harden? Because, like, James Harden didn't have that great of a game. And I know Russell Westbrook has been playing well over the past 80s average. And when James Harden does uh, w- when you try too hard to lock up James Harden, you kind of forget about Russ. But the Warriors did a good, good job of uh, really, like, kind of playing playing both of them. And James, James Harden played absolute garbage. And I feel like because of that, Rockets were still in the game, but that's just because the Warriors are hot yeah. trash. Um, yeah. But, like, still, I feel, I feel like the Rockets, like, it's too hard for them to do anything without James Harden, which makes, which makes them really one-dimensional. And it, I just don't think that that's right. a recipe for success. No, it's not. Right. Yeah. So Westbrook was eleven for thirty-two and <laughs> zero from eight from the three. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's that that that's a stat packers off night for you. Yeah, um, <laughs> Peter. Exactly. Uh, I want to go back to your Harden point about him playing terrible. I didn't think he. I don't think he played terrible. Um, I he was very good distributing the ball. It's just that the Warriors were doubling him yeah. every time he got it. Uh, yeah. Something uh, – I watched this with my family. Uh, I was at my grandparents' house. And something mm-hmm. my cousin pointed out to me was just like, when Harden gives up the ball, he doesn't move. Yeah, He just stands there. He just stands there. He yeah. doesn't know how to play a ball because he stands at the logo and just watches. And yeah. It makes, which, is, which is basically the NBA, and it's tough because, like uh, – you're you're watching it. It just it's just like, what are you doing, <laughs> dude? Look, move around. Set an off ball screen. Yeah, seriously. And it must Harden be oh. play ball. it must be really hard to be Mike D'Antoni trying to coach that too. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, um, yeah. it's kind of funny. Like, I know I told Ethan about this, but uh, do you guys know about like the Steve Nash sons in 05 yeah. and 06, like, or how they were called eight. seven seconds or less? Yeah. Um, D'Antoni coached them, right? Mm-hmm. But now he's on the Houston, and I saw this thing, and it was like, the Rockets should be called the 17 seconds or more offense. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that, too. I yeah. saw that, too. And it's like, wait, these are coached by the same dude. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, um, and by the end of the game, you could kind of tell Harden was getting desperate for shots. Mm-hmm. He was forcing <laughs> yeah. bad ones, missing easy ones. I mean. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, uh. Max and Colby, you guys want to say anything? Uh, I think I'm good, actually. Oh, okay. Max? Um, I feel like the Warriors just, like, they actually look like an NBA team. Like, uh, yeah, that's actually a really good point. I, I was impressed by the Warriors. Um, you got to remember, yeah. this is still a very well-coached team. Yeah. Steve Kerr's a great coach. Steve Kerr. But yeah. D'Angelo Russell shot one for, te- one for ten from the three. Yeah, I did notice that Russell was not having a good game. There are a couple of times where I legitimately forgot he was on the floor. <laughs> Yeah. I was just like, oh, is that a no-name Warriors guy? Wait, no, that's d <laughs> <laughs> You're right, yeah. though. 
Um, if that's all, let's move on to the second to last game, Nuggets Pelicans. Uh, I'm not going in chronological order for a reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Nuggets Pelicans. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch this game. Yeah, I didn't really watch it either. Uh, I watched. Saw some I, stuff. I was, I was... Bi went off. Yeah, he he, yeah. Had, he he hit seven seven threes, thirty one points, and at the end you could tell like the the Pelicans kind of they they showed that uh that when that when they're in the lead they can kind of, or that or Bi kind of had that like clutch kind of closing mentality, um and it shows that like circumstances uh really affect uh, a team because like Bi was not good in LA at all. No. And not, now that he's in New Orleans, he's kind of, he's almost, he's basically the number one option. And it shows that like w- when, when he's in the right circumstances, he can be very, 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 very good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Max. I'm looking at the stats right now. Okay. Yeah. And all right. Jokic. Is it just me? Or he's like terrible. He's, this he's year. bad this year. He's absolutely terrible. terrible. Yeah. yeah he's opinion, not good at all this year. My opinion Wait, is that the league figured him out. Yeah, they did. So what's it called? Also, the thing is, I knew this going into last year. Jokic's potential is way more low than like Embiid's potential. Well, what do you mean by it's, that? Because Jokic was an MVP candidate last year. Yeah. I mean, Jokic That's... is like, how can he improve his game? That's my thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's like, yeah. I That's... agree with that. Just because he's not athletic. He's kind of mm-hmm. like he's not athletic. He can, he's a very good passer, can shoot, rebound, and then that's his game. Uh, he is the Pillsbury Doughboy in a Nuggets uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's actually yeah. I like that too. <laughs> um, anyways, um, Lakers Clippers. No, wait. I I want to make one last point about the Nuggets game. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, well, it's not really about the game, but just about the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a report this morning that the Pelicans are teaching Zion to run and walk differently. What? Which makes, which, which makes sense makes because sense. he's gonna he needs to alleviate pressure from his knees. I mean, yeah, I Andre Drummond's weight in, at Michael Jordan's height. Yeah. 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 It's funny you don't really hear about teams like teaching people to run and walk differently. Like you're usually working on your shot. Well, it's Zion's working on his walk. <laughs> Zion's different than most players, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, it's just kind of funny yeah. like, just to hear that. Yeah, my, my dad gave an interesting hot take on Zion. He doesn't think he'll ever play more than 30 games in a season. Oh. Which, oh, no. personally, I don't agree with. He won't play like... I think that he'll be in, like, the Embiid range. Where, where his, first, like, his yeah. first couple of years, he won't really play well. But then once he kind of gets himself Oh, no, I'm it. talking about in terms of, like, health thing. Well, he'll never play more than 60 games. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's just not sustainable. Actually, this this year, Joel, Joel might play, play a little bit more than 60. He shouldn't. They should try and keep him fresh for the playoffs. It, it, depend, yeah. it, it depends on our record. But Indeed yeah, hates I, management. I don't care if you hate it. It's good for you. No, but no, I say they're not going to. If on a good Embiid's probably gonna like, I say he's probably gonna play like sixty five ish games, which I'm fine with. But it's like you always are worn out at the end of the year. Yeah, always. But they're gonna yeah. sit him at the end of the year. They're gonna sit him at. The end. No, I'm talking about in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. yeah, I can't see Zion being healthy with just the style of play and his body type. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could agree with that. All right, and with that, let's move on Please, to... All right, okay. Anyway, all right. Another yeah. last thing? All right, let's go. <laughs> yes. hey, Jamal, is, is, Jamur- is Jamari... Jamal Murray? Is Jamal Murray worth the max? No. 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 Yeah. But that's a case so where either. it's like, if the Nuggets weren't going to give it to him, someone else was just because of how the NBA market works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I call I them market max great. players. Because, you know, they're, yeah, there are players that you would give the max to under any circumstance. Embiid, LeBron, Kawhi, yeah. Paul George, um, yeah. Anthony Davis, all the LA guys. Yep. Oh, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there are market max guys like Harris. Um, I'd honestly put Simmons there right now. Yeah. As a market like, max uh, guy. Yeah. Um, uh, guys like that were just because of how the NBA works, they get max contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right, that's it. Yeah, let's, right, let's, let's move on to Lakers Clippers. Um, the Lakers fell apart in the fourth quarter again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like they were kind did. of dominating the game up until that point, and then uh, they were, yeah. And um, it, it, yeah, vulnerable the Clippers can be. Um, when because like everybody thought at the beginning of the season they were going to be kind of untouchable when they really aren't. Um, and the Lakers showed that for the first three quarters, and then. Uh, just kind of lost it in those last couple, yeah. or in the last, uh, like, I want to say 10 minutes or so. LeBron was yeah. absolute trash. Yeah. LeBron was yeah, like, for 12 from the three. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he didn't play good at all. I do want to say about the uh, the the pull-up the pull up three where Patrick Beverly hit it out of bounds. I wanted to talk about that, too. Okay. Uh, you go first, though. So, everybody knows that when you, when you block it and then and then the ball still goes forward, we all, we all, the refs call it, and it's always been called this way that it's off of the guy who blocked it, even though yeah. mo- most of the time it's really not. Yeah. That's just how it's called. The fact that they reviewed this and called it the other way and said that it was off of LeBron, no matter how kind of, I guess it wasn't really that blatant, but I guess you could, no matter how, I guess, obvious it was, you still, that's just not how, how the play is called. Yeah. And it's and tough what? because it was in such a, meaningful moment it's just not how refs call that's not how that play is, should be called should be called yeah yeah and I my agree thing is like happens. you go into any loose ball that was blocked or stolen and goes out of bounds you take it down frame by frame there's gonna be evidence that the guy touched exactly it. yeah definitely. i mean that's just how it works that's how physics work and yeah. i mean the lakers almost shot themselves in the foot there because they called timeout yeah if they didn't call yeah. timeout, the officials wouldn't have time to review it. So, yeah. um, overall, though, I feel like the Lakers did not deserve to win that game. No. So, I'm happy with how yeah, it turned out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just... Who do you guys think the best team in LA is? Clippers. <sighs> Clippers? Really? No. I kind of say... I don't I, it's, it's really It's really hard because, I mean, the Lakers have lost their last three games. Four. Four. It's Three? four now. Oh, four? Really? It's four? Yeah, they're, 20, oh, they're 24 and 7 now. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know what that says. Because they came out with such a hot, fiery start. I, still... I mean, are they decelerating? No, I, 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 I think still... it's LeBron and AD are dealing with injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I, there is that. There is that. I agree. It's really, it's really LeBron the LeBron and effect. So, and, well, and AD, too. If LeBron and AD are at 100%, I don't know. It's tough. To, it's really tough to beat the Lakers. So I, I do still think the Lakers are the best team in L.A. But uh, 
I think the Clippers, by the way they're playing right now, they're not even playing that well, honestly. They haven't played well really at all, all season. Um, oh, they haven't, and I think they're starting to actually notice that the size deficiency on the roster matters is a weakness. Yeah. Yeah. They were trying to go hyper small ball with like 6'9 as the tallest guy on the court. Yeah. Yeah, and it's they like, were. I don't care how big Montrez plays. There are He's... guys that are seven foot that play like they're seven five. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. Like, Joel Embiid would eat Montrez Hill up. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And I... if, if you put, Zubats is a little bit taller than Montrez, and I don't know who you want to put up. I don't, there's no way Zubats <laughs> is going to guard anybody like yeah. Joel or But Drummond. all Zubats can do is, is throw his hands up. Yeah, exactly. I mean. I mean. If LeBron and AD are 100%, I said the Lakers are better. Just because their depth is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially yeah. their center rotation. JaVale and White, and you can put AD there. Yeah. They got Avery Bradley, Kyle Kuzma, who was on fire in the first quarter. 15 first quarter points. And we were, yeah. we were talking. Really, really kept them in that game because LeBron and AD were very bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Lakers' secondary is definitely better than the Clippers. Yeah, and secondary. I remember at, like, at the beginning of the season, no, we were... What are you... Sorry, go ahead, Max. What are you guys talking about? Lou, Lou they Lou have Rose two players on their bench that are good. Yeah. I mean... We're talking about they... whole depth here. If you have a seven-man rotation, I you're going to lose to the nine- or ten-man rotation. At the beginning of the... At the beginning I mean, of the... Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay, but then you can go like I mean, Avery Bradley's decent, Contavious Caldwell Pope is decent, no, Roger Rondo's decent. That KCP made some plays. <laughs> KCP is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh KCP. Oh no, no, but it's KCP. <laughs> yeah, he had that nice chase down block on Shamit. That is true. I th- mm-hmm. I think at I the beginning can't... of the season, uh... you like him because he was a Sixer. If he wasn't a Sixer at one point, you would hate him. No, but... Uh, and we, we were all talking about like, at the beginning of the season that the Clippers were like we're going to be the best Unbeatable. team because of their depth, and it just shows that like they don't really have that much depth as, as they much have as we two thought. good bench players. Like we we took Lou Will and um um oh we took like, Lou Will and I guess Shamit at uh, their two their two good bench Harrell. players or, and Harold. Sorry, I forgot yeah. he was coming off the bench. Um, yeah. And Harold, as their we, t- we took their reason. skill too much into account and in saying that their entire bench was good because really yeah, exactly. You look at the um, Quinn Cooks on the Lakers; he's a great catch and three three point mm-hmm. guy, catch and shoot. Sorry, um, who's the Lakers starting lineup? It's Pat Bev. You I mean Clippers? Paul... Yeah, sorry, Clippers. Pat Bev, Paul George, Kawhi. Is Zubac uh, starting? Uh yeah. And then who's their Zubac. last guy? Is that is that Harkless? Uh-huh. I uh, no, they're starting like pa- pa- Patrick. Oh, Patrick Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, I think he's their fourth. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that would make that would make sense. Then Paul George at the two, Kawhi third. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, the Lakers have a lot better depth than I thought they would have. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Caruso's actually been all right. <laughs> he has actually, yeah. Yeah, Caruso's with been all decent. The, with all the jokes, he's been okay. Yeah, he has. He has been okay, yeah. But as far as best team in L.A., it's just it's still really hard for me. Yeah. I I want to say – Oh, for, I just don't know. We forgot about um one of the best players on the Lakers when we were talking about their depth. Costa Santos Compo. Oh, yes. <laughs> Giannis, brother. 
Yeah. I don't think he's played a minute this year. Talk, talk, yes. talk, talking about Atenekumpo, Jesus Christ, Alex Atenekumpo is insane. Oh my in God. School, I don't really pay attention to high school. I, I, yeah, I, I don't either. I from like Instagram stuff. Like, oh my God, this he's so good. Like, it's crazy. If I you're an Antetokounmpo, you're going to be good in high school just because you're so much more athletic than everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But he has a decent shot, though. Like, yeah. at least that I've seen. Do we want to talk about anything else today? We're uh, around a half hour. I think yeah, we good. are around a half hour. I yeah, think I think that's good. Cut it off here. All right. Um, this is Bring the Heat signing off. Thanks for watching. Uh, Colby's going to hit you with our schedule. Alright, schedules are Wednesday is um, Eagles, Sixers, and around the league. And then this weekend, we have picking NFL games. We are sorry we didn't get an episode up last weekend. We are sure to get an episode up this weekend. This is Bring the Heat, signing off.